Good morning. Welcome back to the best podcast in the Bay, also known as NAF. Yeah. All right. So it's Wednesday. You know. It's Wednesday, my dudes. Oh my gosh. Okay. And we're trying to, you know, discuss about a book. But you know, what do you think, Phil? If you guys have any book ideas or want us to talk about a certain book, give us a call at. All right, so y'all heard, call at that number if you want to, you know, hear us discuss about a book, talk smack, or, you know, just discuss the main points about it. All right, I think think we have a caller. Hello, my name, um, Carmen. Hi, Carmen. All right, so I was listening to NAF. And, um... Are we the best or are we not? Sure, why not? So, I was listening to the podcast, and I want to talk about the my... Because I went to high school, and we talk about Great Gatsby. So, you guys should talk about Great Gatsby. All right. Well, bye, Carmen. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. Well, Carmen wants us to talk about Great Gatsby, All guys. All right, Carmen. So... <clears throat> All right, so great. You want to learn? You want to learn about Gatsby? We got you. Who's author? F. Scott Fitzgerald. Yeah, Fitzgerald. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's so wait. That was up. made in the nineteen twenties, right? 20, 25. 25, Yeah, yeah twenty five. So During segregation. There's yeah. There's a lot of segregation by you know. By that come, time. come to think of it, there's not just segregation of the races. But, like, but between like, social classes, right? Yeah, like yeah. West Egg, East Egg, Valley of Ashes, you know. Valley of Ashes. Let's talk about the Valley of Ashes and when Tom and Nick went to go see Myrtle. So, guys, um, just to keep things interesting, I'm going to add a little bit of background music, you know, while we discuss the book. So, chapter two, I believe, is the most interesting of all. And... Basically, what happens is, let me hand it over to Fiorella. Nick and Tom go to the Valley of Ashes to meet Tom's mistress, Myrtle. They meet her at George Wilson's shop, also known as her husband. Ooh, tea. That's some hot tea right there. Sizzling. Anyways. Excruciating pain. Uh-huh. Whoa, okay. Took a little too far there, Nitz. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, so... Now that we know what happens in chapter two, well, brief summary. What what scene do you think we should focus on? About how Tom is like, oh, you, me, we're going to New York. You know, ordering her around. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of like change of like power in in this scene. Yes. A lot because first you know you have Myrtle, you know. She's like, hey, George, or Wilson, well, however you want to call him. Like, hey, go get, like, two chairs, because, you know, you have guests. These guests are more important, and she's all demanding him to do stuff for her. Mm-hmm. But then later, you know, the one who's demanding her would be Tom, 
since she really and then that also goes with social because he's richer and then she's poor but she wants to like feel rich with him i'm guessing right mm-hmm. so let's move on to the quotes i happen to have a book here in the station so let me just go to that page real quick Where's my book all right here we go so one thing we noticed was the command tones Nydia would you like to talk about the command tones yeah sure aha found it so you were saying earlier that Tom was yeah so like I was saying earlier how um Myrtle started out with power in the beginning. You know, she came out, Nick is like, dang, she, she, she says. So then, um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, it's right here. So, you know, they're right there. Myrtle comes out and then she says, get some chairs, why don't you? So somebody can sit down. She says that to her husband, George. So right there, she is demanding having the command tone since, I mean, she could get the chairs by herself, right? You know, but no, she, she wants to order her husband around because her, her, uh, her side guy is right there. So her side Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So that's, that starts out with that command tone. And then another command tone would be how... Tom, you know, he they you know they wanna go to New York and I'm pretty sure he's gonna invite Myrtle, so to get down and dirty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So yeah, um he says to Myrtle, I want to see you get on the next train. And she just replies, Alright. Like with just you know, just like, doing whatever he wants, because okay. you know. He's there. He has the power. She has no power now. Now that he's in control, since he's, I guess, I guess it would have to be something with being rich too. So that has to do a lot. Thank you, Nydia, for explaining the roles of. Power and how gender has power and how being wealthy gives you power. Now I will be discussing symbolism. Now, the Valley of Ashes and Dr. T.J. Eckelberg are symbolism to me in the sense that the eyes of T.J. Eckelberg. Um, by the way, Dr. T.J. Eckelberg is a is a billboard and basically it's just eyes. So I guess he was an eye doctor. So, what I think of it is that the eyes are staring into nothingness. Nothingness that is the Valley of Ashes. And so, what I mean by nothingness is being poor and not having the title of high social class of either living in East Egg or West Egg. So, not being Tim. Tim. Not being Tom. Or Gatsby. <laughs> Sorry, there's no Tim in this book. So, 
science of Dr. T.J. Eckelberg could represent society. So society judging and looking down and frowning upon the lower class. In this case, it could be Myrtle. So looking down at Myrtle and judging her for sleeping with another woman's man and cheating on her husband. So it's like society is looking down on you and judging you and judging every movement you have. So that's why Tom and Myrtle are always careful when they're trying to sneak out. All in all, Dr. Tija Eckelberg and the Valley of Ashes are very important symbolism and if you keep reading the book, keep an eye on the green light. Okay, now let's discuss imagery, but for imagery, I'm gonna tone down the music, you know? I'm gonna just stop the music. So I will be talking about imagery. Um, in this novel, especially in, the po- in this part of the book, chapter two, Fitzgerald uses imagery to show the quality of Myrtle's body and the only good future she has as a person. An example of imagery is shown in lines two to three when it states, she was in her middle thirties, faintly stout, but she carried her surplus flesh senselessly as some woman can. This quote shows that Myrtle is beautiful and all, but as a person, her qualities ain't that good as her beauty is. Another example of imagery in this novel is in line 27 when it states, she had changed her dress to a brown figured muslin which stretched tight over her rather wide hips as Tom helped her to the platform in New York. This quote shows that it's describing her good qualities of of her true beauty. The imagery of her body could also be characterization due to the fact that when they left the Valley of Ashes to go to New York, she changed the way she acts and the way she dresses. To finish off, Myrtle's beauty is the only thing that makes her stand out more rather than her ugly personality. The way, the way she acts towards the wealthy people makes her look fake because in reality, she isn't wealthy. Wow. So she isn't wealthy, right? Yeah. Yeah. That that's very true actually. So good that's, points right there actually. Yeah. Yeah, good points, Fiorella. <laughs> so I hope that was helpful. Carmen. <laughs> oh yeah, Carmen, if you're still listening, hopefully this was very a useful discussion that you liked hearing. Yeah, and, and for everyone else that knows this book, thank you for listening. And for everybody that just tuned in, we're just going to give a quick conclusion about what we just talked about. So basically, we talked about how in Chapter 2, Tom and Nick go see Myrtle, and we analyzed that part of the garage, and we analyzed um, symbolism. And the commanding tones. And the imagery. So... And if you haven't read the book, we suggest you read the book. It's a great book. The best book of all time. It is called The Great Gatsby. Yeah, by F. Scott Fitzgerald. <laughs>